We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. New Year. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And right here at my right hand, I could reach over and slap him. And I will do so. <laughs> you if don't. You give me any trouble. Keep me in line. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Has it hasn't it? changed. It's only gotten better in the new year, let me tell you. Picturesque uh-huh. streets. Gorgeous. And now, uh, you got to watch out, though, where you step because the camel's been through town. Oh, that's right. How did it work out? (laughs) So, 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 yeah, we have all kinds of things. We left people hanging because we were doing pre-recorded stuff uh, before Christmas. Now we're back live here. Well, not actually live, but uh, recording in the new year, 2017. How did the whole Christmas thing go? Yeah, just an update. Our live nativity that we shared a little bit about on Wrestling with the Basics. Well, the only bad thing was it was that weekend of uh, winter weather here in the St. Louis area, at least. Boy, pretty treacherous that, that Friday and then into Saturday. Saturday, that ice on the streets oh, yeah. didn't look bad, yeah. but oh, it was slick. So uh, the tennis was down a little bit. That did not keep away the camel and the, the other live animals. <laughs> he didn't slip and fall. He did, did he? not slip and no, fall. In no. fact, the last year the camel was was pretty lively. Frank the camel, yeah, named yeah. after Frank Sinatra. Uh, <laughs> of course, why wouldn't you name a camel Frank? Uh, anyway, he he was a character. He kept the wise men on their toes. The magi were put to work. But this year the the camel was pretty docile. He just kind of really? laid there. Maybe maybe, maybe it was the cold drug, weather. They drugged him <laughs> they drugged up. Maybe. Him up. They, <laughs> the they, camel <laughs> handlers gave him some sleeping. Pills. But he did leave some some presents behind. <laughs> it wasn't just gold, frankincense, and myrrh either. But and and who's responsible, by the way, for picking up after the camel and the other? Is that like the pastor's that's, job? Yeah, that's usually falls under the pastor's job. Yeah, <laughs> they teach you that at the seminary, right? <laughs> that's right. The pooper scoopers. The pooper scoopers. But um. it went well, and uh, just so thankful for the many people that helped to pull it off. And uh, mark your calendars next year. Uh, the Saturday before Christmas is when it typically takes place. So we'll give you updates as that gets closer but uh but it it went well so and and uh i'm doing real well good they they went in uh, with the little uh um uh, laser sonogram whatever and burst up my kidney stone into a thousand little pieces and it's man if if every medical problem could be cured that way it was amazing because i went in like at 8 30 i came home at noon and i was like a new man no pain no problems great and here's where the great benefit is for all of our listeners now because like i said they broke up this kidney stone in a thousand pieces and if you go to the wrestling with a basic shop you know go on the web with the wrestling basic shop where we have all of the wrestling with basics things we're selling we now have those stones and and like a little crystallized container that you can buy the, the commemorative <laughs> kidney stones that's right yeah <laughs> just just one of the little bit of pieces of it but i'm thinking they're probably rarer than moonstones so they might grow in value as the days go on you never <laughs> you know never and know. you know valentine's day's coming up <laughs> nothing true. says i love you sweetheart like what if pastor john like a, a fragment of a his fragment kidney stone, of kidney stone. <laughs> thank you man 
that. Thank you for that commercial. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> By the way, just just real quick before we start getting serious here again, uh, would you? I I I I'm just a little proud. We found a very special gift for Matt for Christmas. It's very would you like special. To share the people yes. with what what you we gave you for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Pasco comes because trying to talk me into wearing it on the air, but. <laughs> I don't know if it would make that big of a difference. But it is it's this lovely maroon shirt, and it, in, in the middle it says, I'd grow my own food if I could only find bacon seeds. <laughs> so, so we saw so that. So thank you for that Christmas gift, John and Lynn, uh, that thoughtfulness. And I have got Jolly John's gift at home on my nightstand <laughs> where I wouldn't forget right. it. <laughs> and I forgot it. So anyway. Well, and, and in that respect, I do need to say a word of thanks to Lynn because I did the same thing. I forgot to bring it before Christmas and I had it laying out so I wouldn't forget it for our recording session. And again, uh, if Lynn hadn't said, hey, don't you want to take this with you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I certainly do. But now we, we've got a couple of really nice episodes coming up for you because we want to share with you some words of God. I think that will be helpful for our people in the new year. And, and what scripture do you want to share with the people that you think will be helpful for them in this new year, 2017? Glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I like to focus on is uh, we don't always look at the Psalms on resting the basics. So this is no. a good no. Psalm. And this is actually a Psalm that's oftentimes read as part of the New Year's Eve recognition and okay. celebrations and services. And it's Psalm 90. Psalm sort 90. of a contemplative Psalm, Psalm 90. And, and you know, I don't know why we don't deal with the Psalms more on Wrestling with the Basics, because you realize the Psalms are the easiest book in the Bible to find. Did you know that? <laughs> you just open up to the middle, That's right? That's right. You open up to the middle, and there How it convenient. is. How can you not miss it? So, uh, uh, And we're all for easy here. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah, we... Uh, the simpler, the better on wrestling with the basics. <laughs> that's, right. that's why it's not called wrestling with the complexities. It's the basics. <laughs> the basics. Um, so, so, where so do you want to start? Right 90. At the beginning here? Why or? don't we, if you don't oh, mind, you? you know, the, the Psalms go, these, these, these songs, these Psalms, these, these prayers, even uh, in the Psalter. Let's go ahead and read a big chunk of it. Why don't we okay. go ahead and read verses 1 through 12, and then we'll, then we'll talk about it. Okay, very good. You do realize that's going to require me to do a page turn. <laughs> Okay. Can you get paid extra for a page I, I don't know. We'll have to look at the contract, right? Okay, here we go. Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. This is pretty depressing here, Matt. <laughs> the the feel-good psalm <laughs> feel of the year. good psalm, okay. For we are brought to it, oh, by your anger. Thank you, it gets even better. By your wrath, we are dismayed. Really? This is your thing oh, for yeah. New Year's? Okay. Well, you're going right. to love verse 10. We're okay. getting here. But you have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. <laughs> oh, here's verse 10. All right, it's going to get better. Oh, yeah. The years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. No, it's not getting any better here. Uh, yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? And your wrath according to the fear of you. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. 
Yeah. Okay. Happy New Year, Happy everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, For all the acquaintance. All right. Oh, Matt. my goodness. Well, right. yeah, let's unpack this a little bit. Um, I, the one thing that you read the psalm, um, but the subs, there's a little note right before the psalm begins. Yes. And it gives sort of the context. Did, did you, do you mind reading that, John? Sure. Where it says a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Yeah, isn't that interesting? So yeah. this isn't David writing the psalm. This is long before David. This huh. is Moses okay. writing this psalm. And he's writing it as a prayer. Again, the, the psalm starts out, O Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Then he, he continues. So it's sort of interesting. It's it's a prayer. It's a prayer written by Moses. And, and do, what, do you think this is kind of like one of those Prince deals? Did you hear that? That Prince, he died, but they're finding all kinds of songs he recorded, locked away. And this was kind of like Moses was long dead and David, oh, hey, look, here's, here's a hey, song, of, of, of a song the, from the, Moses. The, the, yeah. the patriarch formerly known as Moses. Yeah. So like the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we're going to have to release this now. We'll make a lot of money on getting the old, the old Moses songs out. I'm sorry. Just the thought card yeah, crossed my mind. I, I really don't think so, no, John. Okay. <laughs> Well, seriously, where was this song, but song isn't it interesting? All, these, all these years? Well, it, it becomes part of the Psalter, okay. and it's, uh, it, it's it, it, you know, I would assume that it's one that was read, prayed, okay. uh, as the people of God, I would I would imagine, following that time of Moses. All right. What I appreciate it the most, perhaps, is it's written as a prayer. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful prayer for us to pray in the new year. Yeah. The part of it I wanted to focus on was the very last verse you read. Okay. Um, and I think it's something that kind of leaves us wondering, okay, what is Moses talking about here? So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Now, what is he talking about well, there? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to be clever here. Okay. So, so bear with me. Yeah. But I want to talk about three different phrases about days. Okay. That I hope cool. help us understand right. what it means right. to... To number our number days. Number our days. Okay. All right. So the, the first phrase I want to touch on is is just simply the phrase. Phrase number one. Phrase number one is your days are numbered. Oh, Because oh. okay. that's what a lot of what the psalm was talking about. Yep, it's yep, our days yep. are numbered. We're mortal, right? So I, I was... I was um, contemplating the psalm, and one of the things I came across on the internet, uh, looking up how our days are numbered, was the death clock. Have you seen the death clock? <laughs> The death clock? The death clock. So you go you go to deathclock.com. Oh, and you put in your details and it tells you when yeah, exactly. you're going to die? Exactly. You've done yeah. this, huh? So, no, I haven't. I've so, heard of it. So though. across the website, I jotted this down. It says, welcome to the death clock, the internet's <laughs> friendly, reminder that, friendly reminder that life is slipping away second by second. <laughs> Like the hourglass of the internet, the death clock will remind you just how short life is. <laughs> so you you do exactly what you said. You, you enter your age, you enter your gender, your your weight, whether you smoke or not, all these other things, how physically active you are, and then it tells you how many, how much longer you have to live. So how much longer do you have to live, Matt? I'm assuming you... I couldn't resist. I yep. put in my information, and uh, uh, I, I have exactly, at the time I took this, 1,645,960,925 seconds left. <laughs> it's, better, so second. it's better to go with the seconds, isn't it? Yes. It you sounds don't want to go with bigger. the years. Yeah, yeah. Go with the seconds. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so, so much better. So I added it up, and, and according to this, a total lifespan of a little over 88 years. So really? not bad. I'm that, pretty happy with that. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Good yeah. old death clock. Oh, okay, I mean, that'll be the total. That's the total, years. So not 88, 88 years more. from now. No, I, okay, yeah, the total. I think, okay, yeah, I, I was going to say, wow, you're really doing good then. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I, I'm kind of curious to see what happens if you entered your 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 age and all the information, and if you you've already exceeded the death clock estimate, you're kind of on borrowed time. That's I guess. what happened to me. I should have died ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
anyway, kind of interesting. That num- our numbered. days are numbered. Yeah. Our seconds are even numbered. What I think is interesting about the psalm, again, written by Moses, we don't know when Moses wrote this psalm ah. under what circumstances. Yeah. We do know, however, how long Moses lived. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So Moses lives, he lives 120 years. How many seconds is that? <laughs> That's a whole lot of seconds. A whole lot of seconds. And I, I love these words that talks about Moses in, in Deuteronomy 34. It says, Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were undimmed, his vigor unabated, yeah. and he was kidney stone free. <laughs> <laughs> Not that last part. Sorry, John. Rub but, it in. <laughs> but but it, remarkable that God gave him that strength. But I, I if he wrote this psalm... And I'm just yeah. speculating here. But if you wrote it toward the end of his life, he's he's been in the wilderness. He's been with the people of Israel. And, and we remember that just about all the adult people, yeah. Israelites, yes. die Except in for, the wilderness. Except for what, Joshua and, and Caleb. And, Caleb. Yeah. and uh, so if, if indeed Moses writes this toward the end of his life and he lived to see all those people die, yeah. you know, friends and family— the words of the psalm, I think, are even more meaningful because he knows the reality of death. He knows what he's talking about, our, about our days being numbered. You know, when he talks about people being uh, like a dream and grass that's renewed in the morning but then withers. Um, the years of our life, 70 are by reason of strength, 80. Their life is toil and trouble, and then they, they're gone. We fly away. Uh, I think Moses knew pretty well the reality of that. That our days are numbered, and 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 you know what, I, boy, I like that insight, Matt. Because yeah, you're right. He's seen all of his generation die, and he knows he's not going to enter the promised land either. Yeah. Oh yeah. And good point. He's, yeah. He's his days die, are numbered. He's going to be buried, and yeah, because yeah. the days are coming that they're going to go, but he's not going to go either. He's not going to go over there into uh, exactly. The land, yeah. And that's been a big thing, I think, theme in the the new year too, especially yeah. in 2016, toward the end of the year. A lot of famous people have died. A lot of these celebrities. Supposedly more than than, than would be normal. Isn't that yeah, strange? Yeah. And uh, uh, political figures, we think of, uh, you know, the Supreme Court Justice, Antonin Scalia. We've got authors like Harper Lee. We had, you know, all sorts of different actors, um, political figures, Fidel Castro, John Glenn, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. And, and just the week, the last week, right before New yeah, Year's, there was yeah. a whole bunch of people. Yeah, Carrie Fisher, away. Debbie Reynolds, yeah. Zsa Gabor. Um, and it's just that constant. The reminder that yeah, our days are numbered. Oh, we think of even you know people that don't make the headlines, uh, but maybe this time of year we feel that loss, yeah, especially yeah. Um, that, that that our days are numbered. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I, I just I, I think that knowing our days are numbered is one thing that helps us to number yes. our days. Okay. You know, we know that this life is fleeting. Unless Christ returns first, we know that our days are numbered. No. All right. So that's my first point. Uh, but. but Second point, to teach us to number our days aright, the second phrase I think is helpful is is that phrase that's kind of becoming annoyingly too common, uh, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. So in, in the business world and different things, I think people use, you know, oh, it's okay, almost like yes. a cliche, at the end, at of, the the end of the day. Yep. And so people talk about that, they, you know, all things considered, what's really important is this. At the end of the day, what's important is... This one thing at the end of the day. And the final analysis, this is what's important. And I I think that that's really what Moses opens this prayer with, Ah. is what's important. Do you mind rereading verses 1 and 2? Sure, sure, sure. i got to turn the page again. Again? Are you you keeping track of this? (laughs) So that when we come to turn in our... You know, a time sheet. sheet, Yeah, yeah, of uh, course. There was at least a a two-page turner. A two-page turner. 
Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Is that the verse? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, what matters is God is God. Yep. Right? He's the dwelling place of all generations. We, we get this eternal perspective that even before the mountains were there, before he created the heavens and the earth, he is God. Kind of kind of a contrast between us. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Who must return to dust. But exactly. He's everlasting to everlasting. Yeah. Big time. So, and just, we, we can't fathom it. It blows our minds as human beings that there, there has never been a time when God has not yeah. existed. Yeah. He's eternal. There will never be a time when he has that, that, will cease to exist. That kid in confirmation class tell me when did god get his start i know that's the big yeah, yeah the yeah, junior high yeah, question yeah, yeah. yeah and uh and the answer is well he didn't get he a didn't. start yeah and i like this idea from everlasting to everlasting generation to generation this idea of all generations he was the god of our, our grandparents our parents he will be the god of our children and their children too um and, and, that's, and again that would have been particularly poignant to moses because yeah the one generation has all died but yeah. there's a New generation, God's promises are still going to be fulfilled. They're still going to enter the promised land. That didn't change. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be the next generation. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's so important as we uh, enter the new year, too. You yeah. know, we don't know what losses we're going to experience. No. We no. don't know who's going to, what celebrities are going to pass away in 2017, what family members might. But we have that faithfulness of God that he endures generation to generation to generation. He's eternal. You know, so again, what matters at the end of the day is God continues to be God. That he's loved us every day of the last year. He's going to love us every day of 2017. Uh, and I think maybe we see that more keenly maybe as as we do get older, as our years are 70 or 80, like the psalmist says. I think of uh, my grandma. Uh, she's moved from a, a home into a, a single bedroom apartment, and now she's moved into assisted living in a one-room unit. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and things just sort of narrow down, and uh, it kind of puts into perspective what's really, really important. And what's really, really important is God continues to be God. You know, Jesus Christ is what's important, the one that, that's the same yesterday and today and forever. I think that's a, a neat connection to this psalm. Uh, throughout all generations, Jesus Christ remains the Savior. Um, and, and, and at the end of the day, that's what matters. And, and I think you're right, Matt, because, yeah, I, 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 you're the young blood and I'm, I'm the old guy. And, and you really do. You, the older you get, you realize there's constant changes. Things are constantly coming to an end. But it's nice to know that there's one thing that hasn't changed, and that's the love of God and his uh, grace and forgiveness for us. That's that's the constant. That's the one thing that doesn't alter. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's what matters at the end of the day, at the end of life. Everlasting to everlasting. Everlasting yeah. everlasting. Okay, so that, those are two things. Uh, the third phrase I want to look at when we're understanding that, that what it means to teach us to number our days is the phrase, a seize the day. Seize the day. Seize yes, the day. Yes. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. And why do you know that phrase? Probably because of that movie, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Dead Poet Society with Robin Society Williams. Robin Williams. Who's also dead, by the way. Who's also dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's right. Dead people is. Yeah. Um, carpe diem. So, uh, originally... Uh, Robin Williams was not the first person to sort of coin that phrase. No, no, I think I think that was around much earlier. So it's the the Roman poet. I did my research. Horace, 
Um, he's the one who really coined that phrase, that right? and of course, Dead Poets Society is picking up on that. But but the, when Horace, the, the guy who originally came up with it, you know, his whole point was that it's a call to action. Uh, his point was that we don't know the future, don't know what nope, it holds, nope. and so seize the day, seize yep. today. You know, carpe bacon, carpe bacon, seize the bacon. <laughs> there, now that's a phrase. That's something to live by. Put that on a T-shirt. Uh, you know, next I, year, next year, next Christmas. year, next year's present. Okay, uh, but anyway, Horace sees the <laughs> Horace day. Horace sees the day. We don't know what the future also sees the day. So I was reflecting on that as a as a Christian, and in light of Psalm ninety, yeah. Um, and, and we too, I think, can say seize the day. But I think it's for a very different reason. Mm. I think it's for the opposite reason than what Horace was talking about. We seize the day because we do know the future. Yeah. You know, and and that's the beautiful thing. You know, our time on earth is limited. We know that. But we also know that uh, our salvation is secure. Again, verse 1, from everlasting to everlasting, God is God. And with that certainty, with that confidence uh, centered in Christ, the one who's the same yesterday, today, and forever, we can seize the day. Uh, Use the most of the time that God's blessed us with. He's blessed us each with the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day. But to use that time... uh, to forgive others and to love our neighbor and, and to pass on the faith to the next generation, uh, to care for the new American and to be in worship and grow in God's word and listen to Wrestling with the Basics on Saturday mornings. <laughs> what better use of time? Uh, but, but to truly seize the day, uh, not out of fear because of the future, but in confidence of the future to seize the day. Yeah. So anyway, that, those are my three little phrases to help hopefully better understand, to, to understand. And by what way, it is to number our days. Another page turn, by the way, Mark, that. Yeah, so teach <laughs> us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. So is this the heart of wisdom you've described for us, Matt, then? Some yeah. Things you just said. Yeah, and, and you know, of course, that true wisdom, when we think of that, is is centered in the fear of God and, and in the knowledge of his word. Uh, so to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. That's his promise. So, so three phrases. Let me just recap real quick. Yes. Uh, our days are numbered. Okay, we're mortals. Uh, our, our lifespan on this earth is going to be limited, 70, 80 years, maybe. Um, also, what matters at the end of the day, God is unchanging, generation to generation faithful, uh, Jesus Christ, the same always, and then seize the day that as Christians, we live our lives with purpose. Our future is secure. It's confident. We know we have life everlasting even now because of Christ. And so we're free. We're free to seize the day and to love and to serve our neighbor. Uh, so anyway, that's how we number our days, uh, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Shall I read the rest of the psalm? Well, sure. Because I think it actually reflects on just what you yeah, were saying Yeah, please there. do. It's not too shabby. So again, written by Moses, written as a prayer, which I think is pretty cool, to God. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to your children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. So isn't that remarkable, Matt, after all of these negatives that he begins with? I I guess reflecting on the three things that you just talked about, he 
as this really positive ending to this this yeah. prayer. Yeah. And what a beautiful prayer. Establish the work of our hands. And I, I think uh, as pastors, that that's my prayer, that uh, the work of our hands, the words of our mouth would be pleasing to God, that he would work through it. And hopefully the prayer of every Christian, that God would establish the work of our hands. And so uh, that what we do in service in his name as we seize the day uh, would have his blessing upon it. So God's blessings to our listeners uh, in this new year, yeah, 2017. Yeah. And thank you for your thoughts about the beginning of the new year. And, and uh, next week, I'll share with you a text that I thought was uh, very helpful for me as I begin the new year. Excellent. So, uh, And blessings to all of our listeners who are enjoying this new year. All right. Looking forward to it next week on Wrestling with the Basics.